0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Friday. Every time you get in here, I forget we need Turgoski music. <laughs> we need some kind of Turgoski entrance. Uh, whether that's a clown car show music or, I don't know, 608 uh, I'm going to turn that on so I can look at the text. I haven't looked Turgoski because maybe middle of the day text is kind of my favorite thing. Somebody's just so mad about something in the middle of the day. They have to the text wisdom. It's always great. Just, just got to let it out. Yeah. Ooh, four fifteen. That was a little early. Nope. Nothing really. Four is a little late. Um, 608-785-7914. The other guy you hear is UW lacrosse political science professor, Dr. Anthony Chagoski. We will bring him in here so that I can pawn off all the incredibly hard political talk onto you. And just right away, uh, Top three Pixar movies. <laughs> well, Toy Story. I mean, there's a little list here. I don't know if you could see that. And there's more. If I do this, nope, that's going to take it over. Toy Story. So Toy Story, okay. Finding
1: Nemo and The Incredibles.
0: Oh, okay. So we're going to leave off uh, Cars? I I don't like
1: I, I liked it, but I wouldn't put it as one of the tops.
0: Okay. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to argue that Monsters, Inc. needs to be number one. True, true. And the sequel
1: was good, too.
0: Oh, I don't even know if I watched the sequel. Um, Finding Nemo, is that up there? Oh, yeah. That's the top three. But you say Toy Story. Oh. Finding Nemo. And oh, you did say Finding Nemo.
1: The Incredibles.
0: And The Incredibles. I do like The Incredibles. I didn't even hate The Incredibles 2. Um, I'm trying to look. Some of these are shorts, so it's hard to like go through this list because the shorts are always awesome. Yeah, the like the the five minute mo- Pixar movies, but I I never I, I just like we need separate lists, Pick Google, come on. You don't really remember
1: them because they're before the movie.
0: It's my expectations of Google of a very basic Pixar films Google search that hey Google, dis- differentiate the shorts from the movies. Like I want, like I expect too much out of Google here. I think. <laughs> well, tell them to get right on that. Yeah, I'll just uh, I'll hit the help support button. I'll sh- if you shake your phone, it goes right to support. I don't know if you've ever done that. Um, got a couple. No, not going to take that call. I don't know why he calls every every day. He calls, and I've literally never answered the phone in like two months. Uh, so I don't know why you would expect. Uh, we'll see who that one is in a minute. But uh, we do have like kind of a lot of. News. Did you see the story here? The fierce capital attacks on police and new newly. Did you watch the videos? Because the AP story just doesn't include the videos. I would argue only include the videos. Like it's nothing else to include.
1: The videos are really striking because they show the true horror of the day, and they show the incredible anger. They show the violence. They really capture those moments in a way that the pictures just don't do justice to.
0: Um, yeah, some of those, <laughs> like I've watched a couple of, of, of all, of all things like the comedy central, uh, the daily show, Jordan Klepper, like firsthand accounts. Those are always interesting. I thought, so I thought number three was calling in. Then eh, I might've, I might've hung up on him. We'll see here. Nope. That's the, yeah, I hung up on him. Number three, call me back. I, I, I accidentally hung up on you. Oh, I should say too that uh, along with Dr. Anthony Tregowski is Dr. Millie Solom in here. Uh, she got her doctorate last week and in, in uh, fur and making a mess in the house. She got her dog doctorate. Doctor, dog doctorate. There you go. Put um, uh <laughs> So. Tragowski if you're watching Facebook Live he's uh he's petting her. Last last time she was in here you totally like threw her under the bus for ruining your headphones and then you went with one ear headphones the rest of the show. Well, I
1: feel like I have to make it up to her because I could have given her part of my brat and did not.
0: Oh, that's right. We had brats that. Last yeah. Time. Well, no and you didn't. No. Well, they ha- they might have had kraut on them, so you can't. Which is, I think, onion family is kra- number three. Is sauerkraut and onions the same thing?
2: Sauerkraut and onions. Yeah. I don't like onions and I don't like sauerkraut, but I have sold both of those two items.
0: Okay, so different things, though. I feel like this is right up your alley. No, I. Uh, but I don't not.
2: like I, sauerkraut and onions. Just don't do nothing to me.
0: Okay. All right. see, anyway, see, the reason I'm the calling, question.
2: your phones were all screwed up this morning. Mike was having a heck of a
0: time. <laughs> oh, poor, poor Mike.
1: <laughs> poor Mikey. After 35 years, this is how we treat him.
0: 35 <laughs> years in two weeks. Apparently, we missed Wait, uh, we missed his he anniversary. it
1: button. all you.
0: Yeah, it is. It is probably my fault from the night before. I had a couple of calls. You didn't call in, though. I don't know why you didn't.
2: I don't think I like the subject you were talking. What you talking about last night?
0: Juneteenth.
2: Oh, yeah, okay, no, okay. Anyway, I'm calling that, you know, seeing you two guys are down there tonight. Um, you know a lot of people at 400 Lacrosse Street? Now, you know, I was wondering if you could find out where I could get these free sleeping bags They're giving away to the homeless. I want to take my wife camping 4th of July weekend, and I don't have a tent.
0: You need a sleeping bag or a tent? There's totally different things.
2: Well, I need a tent. I used to have a motorhome, but I don't have that no more.
0: All right. So So I
2: I guess I'd need a tent. I hate to go buy one if I'm only going to use it once. If I could get one from the city, I'd bring it back.
0: So are you saying, like, homeless homeless people don't deserve uh, a handout and you... If you don't, if you don't get one, they shouldn't get one.
2: Yeah, because I'm paying taxes. Okay. All my life. So I mean, you
0: know, I I can't I
2: can't sleep in the park.
0: So go down there and tell them you you want a tent. See what happens.
2: Yeah, but there's more of them than there is of me. More of who? Homeless people.
0: Right, but isn't
2: they might gang up on me?
0: Well, maybe they should for that. Well, all all I want is
2: one tent.
0: Okay, but you just—you mean you—are you, you, you going to use it? Are you really going to go camping? Are
2: I'm you just, kidding?
0: Me? Are you trying to make a point here?
2: I'm trying to make a point.
0: All right. Well, I, I think
2: city of La Crosse, between you and me, we got to see what's happening out in Seattle and Portland, and places like this, and just see what this is going to end up to.
0: Yeah, it's hard to get a house nowadays.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, I got one, so I ain't worried. How was you, your bathroom doing?
0: Terrible nobody can fix that either. All right, I got to let you go. Thanks for the call. Um I don't know. I I don't know of the city's plan to give away free tents or or sleeping bags. It sounds a little made up, but even if that was a thing, we're going to give out sleeping bags to to people that are underprivileged and can't afford it. Uh you're kind of an a-hole if you decide you're going to go to
1: I I was just thinking about this before the show and how in politics nowadays we have a tendency to take complex problems and attribute simple causes to complex problems and then propose simple solutions to complex problems. When the reality is there's many causes of the homelessness problem that lacrosse is facing and there really probably isn't one single solution that's going to work. I think in American politics nowadays we have to do a better job of just coping with the complexity of many of the problems we face, instead of like
0: doing hot takes. But hot takes are fun, though. They're so easy. They're I easy. Mean, uh, the 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 complex argument that you're going to, the the complex solution to whatever the problem is. Nobody wants. Nobody has time to read that. I mean, you sent me six PDFs to read today. I only sent That's you one? five. Rich. Five. Well, only five. <laughs> Uh, but I I mean, I got the two of them, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to read all that. There's, you know, I just, if you're, if you're saying Republicans are giving me a $3 billion tax cut, good to go. That's my money. Give it back instead of, you know, Hey, we should distribute that money, uh, to, to help bring people, you know on par with the rest of the society. Well, this budget
1: process was completely shaken up by the news. that Don't, this... don't go
0: deep dive in here. Cause I oh. literally have to do the news. Okay. Okay. Should we deep dive in a minute? Okay. teaser. we're I'm coming not going to deep dive. Okay. We'll, we'll come back in with a uh, deep dive after this. <laughs> I think I'm doing the news. I recorded it earlier. We'll see how I did. We're going to solve the problem by going to church. This is called a, uh, I did this with William Garcia to Turgosky. This is called the soft open. We just, we just, we're taught, we're in the midst of the conversation. We just start the show. I shouldn't even have had music, I think. Um, but uh, continuing, uh, yeah, we were, you were about to deep dive on something, but, you know, in the, in the break, we kind of talk about how there's the easy solution, which isn't actually a solution, but it's the nice one to hear from a politician, like the super easy um and, and write like, hey, Republicans are going to give back, what is it, $340 bil- million, billion? Th- 30 point, f- what, what was the number? Um, I, no, I lost. I have too many tabs open is what's going on. Um, some $3 billion in tax re- taxes, right? right. Like, a $3 billion tax break sounds great. And then when you start deep diving into it, a set, what is it, 75% of the $3 billion goes to people making over hundred grand a year? Yeah, you can expect that to be the focus of the Democratic
1: Party's opposition to this tax cut. Because you're right, Rick, three-quarters of the cuts in the income taxes that the Republicans are proposing would go to those making $100,000 a year or more. This budget process was completely shaken up by this news that the state would take in $4.4 billion more in tax revenue than was previously expected. And that did open the way for some of these tax reduction proposals. The other big idea out there, which I think is probably going to attract less opposition or less debate, is to provide some property tax relief to people where schools would have to reduce property taxes, but then they would receive more state money to make up for the, the lost revenue in property taxes. That amounts to $650 million. All told, it adds up to $3 billion in cuts to income, property, and business taxes. And this is coming to a head because July 1st is the big day uh, when the new budget has to be enacted. So time is ticking, and you know we'll, we'll just have to see, A, kind of happens in terms of the final package that legislative Republicans put out there. And B, what Tony Evers does either with the line item veto or vetoing the whole thing, I think a line item veto is more likely.
0: When you say July 1st is the deadline, eh, it's not really the deadline because the Wisconsin state government, state governments don't get to go essentially without pay, right? The, the government keeps running. Federally, if the government doesn't hit a, a deadline for a, a budget, right, then Government shuts down. We had that happen just a couple of times under the Trump administration. Um, that yeah. would be something interesting if in with if Wisconsin. Hey, your government shuts down if you don't have your budget done.
1: I th- I think that is a threat that both sides can hang over the other because this four point four billion dollars. If the budget doesn't get passed, then the four point four billion dollars just kind of sits there. It sits in an account, and it doesn't do anything. It isn't spent on anything. It isn't used for tax reductions. We're not even getting interest on it,
0: at least like 0.1% if we put it in the bank?
1: Eh, you know, savings account. We, yeah. put it, we could do that. <laughs> we could do that, but neither side would be happy at all. So, so that is the thing that I, I think, to a large extent, is putting pressure on both sides to make a deal here because no one's going to be happy if – a budget deal is not reached
0: um, if they don't it's, but it's not like they lose the money, right? Oh no, no, no. The money just kind of sits around. So at least, at least there's that, right? Because there's other places here in the, in what the government's trying to do in Wisconsin, where they're just going to lose billions of dollars. Right. We, and I think we talked about this last week, the, the, the education for K through 12 schools. Um, there's, there's a couple billion on the line if they don't hit a quote like a pretty easy quota. It is just
1: mind-boggling that this was even a thing, given especially this abundance of revenue that the state of Wisconsin has. It's $2.3 billion in federal aid on the line for Wisconsin schools, and to secure that, it just took a small increase in state funding for schools. Not anything that's going to break the bank, especially given the new revenue forecasts. So it's mind-boggling that that became such an issue. I do think that the budget as proposed resolves that problem and secures the $2.3 billion in federal money for Wisconsin schools. But the fact that this was even a problem is just depressing.
0: Is there anything m- more important than funding education? I mean, people are going to say fix the roads, but... I feel like there's probably some infrastructure there that might be more important in in a pressing matter, but education seems to be high on the list of things that eh, we we probably should take advantage of, you know, an extra $2 billion from the feds.
1: And, And especially when you're talking about state and local policy, like state and local governments really carry the load when it comes to funding for public education this opportunity to take this 2.3 billion dollars in federal aid—it would just be foolish to pass it up. The money's already been appropriated by Congress. The money's already been spent for all for for all intents and purposes. Uh,
0: so it just it's been spent federally, but yeah. statewide. I mean, couldn't we use hey an extra 2.3 billion dollars? We always complain about how property taxes fund schools, and then. You know, uh, property taxes in one area are going to be way lower, so the school's going to get way less funding, and property taxes in another area are awesome or awful, maybe high, very high, but then the school gets a lot better funding. Uh, Maybe we could start to balance this out with an extra $2.3 billion we didn't expect to have.
1: There are some constraints, and I think this is what's been getting lost in this debate. There are some constraints over what exactly the state government can use this federal money for. They're supposed to use it for purposes related to the pandemic. It's not just sort of like anything.
0: All schools get air conditioning with good filters there. Sure. Brand new air conditioning. Sure. Um, Joe's calling in. So, uh, Joe, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, man.
3: I don't know. I don't. You guys cried wolf way too many times about Republicans losing out on money, and it wasn't true. Like, if we get rid of the mask mandate, then we lose that. 50 million when really all they had to do was turn in a slip asking for it but they didn't even know but joe they didn't even know it was
0: okay joe you want to all right so he's not going to talk so i mean you want to get in here with your your hot take that's fine or we could have a conversation i'd rather have a conversation but the that's true like the 50 what was it food stamp 50 million dollars a month in food stamp uh, Uh, the
1: legislature had no idea
0: yeah, they just didn't know. It took it took some other committee, and then some, you know, journalism. Yeah. Uh, oh, like I think Robin Voss maybe saw on his Facebook timeline a, a Milwaukee Journal story, uh, maybe a Wisdom story. I should say Wisdom, <laughs> shouldn't I? am like Robin Voss is following Wisdom, and um, be like, oh man, we're gonna lose out on fifty million dollars a month if we didn't, you know, like somebody didn't give me this memo. So uh, same deal with the education, right? They failed to take, to get that memo. Well, that there was even debate over this that there was even a drawn-out controversy over this like yeah the issue got resolved either they either they didn't get the memo and whoops we you know we were gonna miss out on two billion dollars or 50 million dollars a month for two different issues either they didn't get the memo or they just said we don't care yeah right like we'll just let it go uh it's fun it's Um, Joe, I, I was, you know, like if you, we we would have got into it, I was going to ask you your favorite Pixar film, but <laughs> I guess I guess that's off the table. Now. We'll never know now. Um, yesterday I spent a lot of time talking about Obamacare. I mean, is this something that how healthcare is so complicated in, in terms because because we can all I don't know. You're you're you work at UWL, so maybe your health insurance is awesome. Um, but I, I think a lot of people's health insurance is pretty awful. And when they go, hey, yay, we saved Obamacare, my health insurance sucks. So I think Obamacare sucks. It would have been great if we just got rid of it. Um, but there's, <laughs> I, I, I don't think we, the overall picture is, is really hard to grasp there. Yeah, this was the third major challenge to the Affordable
1: Care Act. And once again, the Affordable Care Act survived. It's a 7-2 to ruling by the Supreme Court that kept the act in place. Is basically a question of, now that the individual mandate is gone the requirement that people have health insurance now that that's gone
0: caller didn't know that yesterday he was super mad about he, he called like affordable care act. yeah the
1: individual mandate is no
0: more and he, th- and that's why he was mad he's like you're making me and the penalty because i went a year without it because i'm like because i literally asked i think i asked someone at uh when i was getting my taxes done i'm like do I need to have health insurance uh, the next, you know, coming up next year to, and they're like, no, the mandate's gone. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm going to roll the dice, <laughs> roll the dice that I don't uh, you know, have a major freak accident for a year. And then I did. And then the next year I was like, okay, well uh, I got injured a lot last year and just suffered through it. So I got health insurance now, and now I can't use it because the health insurance sucks. So, uh, yeah. but the mandate's the mandate. I mean, like the, to penalize people that can't afford to get health insurance monthly is is a little bit ridiculous and it went up from like 300 one year to 700 the next year and who knows what it would Oh uh, yeah I mean unsurprisingly
1: it was the least popular element of the Affordable Care Act but yeah I do think a lot of people maybe aren't aware that the individual mandate was repealed in 2017 and so the Supreme Court case was basically well the individual mandate's gone does that mean the entire law has to go Yeah and the result was no, the rest of the law can stay in place, even if the individual
0: mandate is gone. Uh, Kent, Northside Kent's calling in. Hey, Kent, real quick, what do you got?
4: Yeah, I just wanted to mention quick, Juneteenth Day, um, you know, I, I'm glad they're celebrating that stuff, but my great-great-grandfather was in a regiment from Wisconsin and actually went to the South and fought against slavery, and he was white as the day is long. He He lost his life down there doing it. And just to remember the people that did, you know, white people too, there weren't a lot of black guys from Wisconsin who went and fought during that conflict, but mention them too. All right.
0: All right. I mean, I feel like you can go celebrate Juneteenth for whatever reason you want to celebrate Juneteenth, but the overall aspect of it is uh, a lot of people sacrifice, but yeah. a certain group of people sacrifice a little more, regardless of the fact that your what was it? Your great, 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 great uh, relative lost their life doing that. Uh, uh, clearly that's, terrible um, a lot of people lost their lives right um all right i gotta take a break i think i'm doing the news again uh we'll see what happens but uh scott's comment Trigoski's favorite thing coming up see we could have did it again with the the soft open the juneteenth celebration lacrosse police gonna be down there one of the i think they. she said yes two days ago i talked to the the juneteenth True from hope restores but they said there's about 60 booths down there i know the uh william garcia with the democratic party uh and lacrosse county is going to have a booth down there you'd think you like you uwl will probably have some yeah no, there's no poli sci booth down there though where chagoski's taken uh five cents for your questions kind of like a snoopy is that peanuts thing where it, where, where uh, <laughs> i can't think of who is it lucy, lucy. yeah
1: I, I don't have a booth set up, but I do know that UWL has involvement in the festivities.
0: Okay, so I wanted to lighten it up, because we, when we start talking about Wisconsin state budget, it just gets too um, divisive, because we're just, you know, uh, I, I think of a, a lot of that as like, oh, Republicans want to do this, and Democrats want to do that, and vice versa, and we, we never get anywhere. And that's kind of the frustration with, um, you know, us watching our state legislature kind of you know where, where they, A, don't do anything for 10 months, and now they're trying to throw everything in the ki- kitchen sink at us. Uh, I was going to say kitchen soup at us, but no, that would be weird. <laughs> um, so there's two stories. I, I mentioned this the other day, Tchaegovsky. There's two water tower stories, and one is, of course, a Florida story. Where- only in Florida. Only in Florida, where they the town accidentally sold their water tower to somebody, as a, I think they were trying to, it, so it, it, let's say, where's the, is there a lacrosse water tower? I guess I don't even, I'm thinking there's a waste treatment plant, but where's the, uh, how
1: much could the waste treatment plant go for then?
0: So let's say there's a, <laughs> there's the, the bike barn, and Isle of Plume. I don't know what that looks like. I've never been in there, but let's just say that's right next to the waste treatment plant. And uh, we, we're going to we empty the bike barn and we just want to sell it off to, to somebody. Um, and then this Florida story is like an athletic trainer was going to turn it into a gym. So somebody's going to turn the bike barn into a gym. Well, the the city of Lacrosse accidentally in inside the land agreement where the bike barn is located. Let's just say like they added like one of them big bubbly sewage treatment pant like one of the whatever those things are right? Those big round bubbles. They look like water towers. Sure. Uh, they just accidentally lumped that into the the bike barn on Isle of Plume and. <laughs> Uh, some athletic trainer looks at the deed and he's like, "Wow, I just bought the part of the sewage treatment plant. That's that's amazing. I guess I'll turn it into a, a different kind of athletic." But that's what happened in in this town of Florida. This guy ends up owning the Brooksville Water Tower, and uh, you know, I don't know. I think uh, I think you could make a pretty a- pretty awesome uh, workout facility out of a water tower. First of all, to get to the gym, you have to hike up a lot of stairs, I think, or a ladder. Ever have you ever in your uh, in your, in your childhood, like, tried to climb the water tower? I think there's a movie uh, where they sit on top of the water tower in the town. Who's What movie is that? Somebody text me, 608-785-7914. I want to say it's, like, Dazed and Confused or something, where they hang out on the water tower in town. Oh, do you think it's worth 55000 Oh, it's got to be, it's going to be a lot to remodel. First of all, you're going to have to be a lot of work. You're, you're going to have to uh, turn. What do you do at the bottom of the water tower? You just turn the faucet to start <laughs> emptying it. First, you got to empty the water tower. Cause you gotta, I mean, you can't use it if it's got all this water in it. Otherwise maybe, you know, buy a lot of Gatorade mix and just, then you have a, everyone turns their faucet on in town and gets a <laughs> green Gatorade. Um, but, but on the flip side, so there's that there's somebody bought uh, the town of Brooksville, Florida's water tower for 55 grand. And honestly, Tchaegovsky, I only got like a quarter of the way through the store before I lost, uh, my, you know, attention, my attention span. So I don't know how they rectified this and I'll leave it up to, to the listeners to go hunt it down, but in Rochester. So if anyone's driven through Rochester, Minnesota, there's the corn cob water tower and the city of Rochester wants to. Or the county, what county? Fillmore? No, I don't know what, uh, I forget what county Rochester's in. But the county there wants to update the corn cob water tower, it looks like a big corn on the cob, for $400,000. That's got to be controversial, right? Like, if, <laughs> Like $400,000, the stupid corn cob in Rochester that isn't all that iconic? Well, I'd rather buy the
1: water tower in Florida for fifty-five thousand than put four hundred thousand towards
0: restoring the corn cob. Well, yeah, of course, but the, you don't get the corn cob when it's all said and done. Exactly it's just restored. Yeah. Well, would you rather sell your water tower for fifty-five <laughs> grand or uh, update it for four hundred grand? So I don't know what happens when a city sells its water tower. I feel like a lot of people would be out of water pressure, if not water altogether. But uh, four hundred thousand dollars, so we can liken this to lacrosse a little bit, right? We we decided not to update. It. This is I'm going down a dark path now. We decided not to update the Hiawatha statue and give it back to the family that owns it. And I think part of the part of the argument there, a lot of people were like, we. I, I didn't hear a whole lot of people that said we don't like the Hiawatha statue, but that gets into a an equity issue. Um, but I heard a, but 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 the flip side is we didn't update that thing for for a decade or more. So it was It was going to take some work to restore. And the family was like, you guys aren't updating it, so, so give it back. That's kind of my impression. There's probably a little backdoor deal there, too, where we want to get rid of the statue because it's a Native American statue that isn't quite Native American or too Native American.
1: But it's so much more interesting and so much more spicy as a culture war issue than a financial issue, though. So I think that's probably why people focused on Well, you know, it's cancel culture or, well, you know, it's offensive because the culture war aspect of it is way more interesting than, well, we're just falling behind on
0: repairs here. What if Rochester decided not to update the corn on the cob and they just got rid of maybe the maybe the four hundred thousand dollars is to make the corn look more corny, (laughs) right? Not corny per se, but like more, more like corn on the cob. And instead, the alternative would be to spend like 50 grand and just make it look like a basic water tower. I, what, you know, if the corn on the cob statue in Rochester was the Hiawatha Indian and, and like, then you make it a culture war. Is it a culture war if it's a corn on the cob? <laughs> is it offensive to corn growers? Yeah, the farmers are like, no, we need this corn on the cob thing. We got to spend the $400,000 yeah. in the city of Rochester. Is like, no, we can just make it a regular water tower and it's only going to cost 50 grand to update. Like, let's do that and save our city $350,000. Maybe you do want to make it look more realistic, though. Yeah, I mean, you, well, you're a Minnesota guy, so you drive by the corn cob every time maybe you go home to to St. Paul. I've been to Rochester enough. Probably won't go to Rochester that much anymore because Chipotle's just in Alaska now. I don't have to drive to Rochester. Yeah, no
1: reason to go to Rochester now. Chipotle's here.
0: So, another, we could like this a little bit more. Probably a little bit easier without a culture war stuff, but the the eagle in lacrosse, the the big eagle, and I think I don't think a lot of people knew that the eagle was carrying a fish. I don't. Did you know that? Did oh you see the wow, fish in his, I, I did never notice that. It, I don't know if it's a boy eagle or a girl eagle, but in in its left foot, there's a maybe a sunfish, a bluegill. I'm not really sure. Although I think my girlfriend would argue those are the same fish, Rick. Um, but the eagle. Is going to cost uh, the restoration, so it's been gone, and I don't think we even know when it's going to come back. I had Jared Flick with Parks and Rec on a couple of weeks ago, and he wasn't sure exactly. But they're restoring it 150 grand to restore this eagle, um, or we could save taxpayers 150 grand by just not having it come back, and we'll put the Verizon tower in there and call it good. Yeah, the Verizon the- cell phone tower <laughs> can replace the eagle, the, the-, the
1: great monument of Verizon Wireless. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, like what if we? Uh, what instead of paying $150,000 to put an eagle back in Riverside Park as the entrance, Verizon wants to put a 30 foot tower there. It's going to look like a lamppost that's 30 feet tall. I don't know if it's going to be a giant corn on the cob looking lamppost, not corn on the cob, but maybe a giant like oversized lamppost. Um, but what if they made it look like a water tower and put Verizon on there and then they paid the city 150 grand a year for advertising rights to and then we called it Ver, uh, Verizon Riverside Park
1: cuz i was just thinking maybe we could get Verizon to pick up the bill for the eagle and have it be the the Riverside Park Eagle presented by
0: Verizon. Yeah, and then the eagle, instead of a, it picking up a fish, could pick up a cell phone. Yeah, like the, the 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 eagle. Like we just get the little fish out of there, and we put um, you know, what a, the Samsung Galaxy S twenty. Like, what is <laughs> Verizon doesn't have its own phone, right? So that that's a Samsung. So then we could sell out to Samsung as well. Um, all right, Joe's Joe's calling back. Joe, go ahead. You get a, you got a corn in the cob story for us, or what?
3: one on the Cobb story.
0: I mean, did you have you not been listening to the show for the last fifteen minutes? <laughs>
3: well, I'm listening to the show, and you guys are talking about uh, having uh, Verizon pay for the eagle at uh, Riverside Park.
0: Well, we were gonna we were gonna use the we were gonna put the Verizon logo on the eagle.
3: Like where? Across like it its back, like it's wearing, or like a maybe like a Verizon backpack or something. No, or? but
0: but the the eagle lands in a nest. Maybe the nest can have a little Verizon sign on it, like dangling. Every and then time Ver- he
3: lands, like the Verizon sign lights up or something like that. <sighs> well, the
0: eagle the eagle is a statue. It's not it's not a, a robot that flies around. Is it's stationary, so it's just going to well, always like, be there. Can
3: we get Verizon to pay for that? I mean, Christ, they make enough money. We could have a robot eagle that comes and lands.
0: Yeah, we right. could. You know? Presented by Verizon, and Verizon pays the city of Lacrosse $150,000 a month for advertising. Well,
3: okay. They all want right. to put a cell... Um,
0: Joe, we got to figure so out how Verizon's going to put the cell phone tower in the park and also give us money.
3: I, I, You guys have already ruined the whole thing. I told you you could have hit it behind the Indian, but everybody's like, get rid of the Indian. It's causing my kids nightmares, all that stuff. So well, I you were that problem. That's well,
0: your fault. Well, I said we uh, put the Verizon tower in the Indian's hand... And you weren't I, even down we're with not, that. We can't.
3: Uh, a Verizon tower in an Indian's hand brings a tear to the Indian's eye. We cannot do that. That's See, terrible. Yeah. But we could hide it behind the Indians.
0: Well, then uh, we're not going to get good cell reception. That thing's made of concrete.
3: Oh, sure. So now I blame it on the Indians that we're not getting good cell reception? That's pretty <laughs> terrible, buddy. Uh, well, uh What I wanted to say was I really enjoyed Hillary Clinton and the Snowpiercer. She was really good at second in command. I would, I'm trying to think. What well, did you the did you
0: the did you like the end of Snowpiercer though with the little yeah hey, yeah Jurgoski, Have you I, seen Snowpiercer? Gosh, a long time ago. A long time ago. Because
3: I just wanted you to know that I thought Hillary was great in it. She was good as uh, what was it, Wilford?
0: I'll have to I'll have to go back. And thanks for call. Ken's calling back in. Um, because at the end, spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't seen the movie, there's also a TNT or TBS show, Snowpiercer, but. The movie Snowpiercer. At the end, you, you, we find out that the the littlest of kids are running the train. There's a they put them in a little box below the train, and he's he keeps it going because whatever. So slave labor, uh, child slave labor at that. Uh, Kent, you're back. What's up? Hey, I'm
4: thinking the Verizon deal. I got it solved. You know, City Brewery. They got that big six pack of beer cans down there. Yeah, we want to update that, that too. Put the big
0: beer can right at Riverside Park with the Verizon Tower on top. Problem solved. Well, do, does City Brewery and Verizon pay advertising fees to the city for 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 all that?
4: Exactly. And City Brewery gets advertising for all the people coming to town every weekend. Verizon can put their tower up on top of the huge beer can.
0: What are we going to do with the Eagle, though? We have, we've left the Eagle out of uh, the whole plan.
4: We'll leave the eagle eagle where it is.
0: Just put the big beer can off to the left or right, and bam, we're good. All right, I think uh, sounds sounds like uh, I don't know. if City Brewery wants to move the six pack to Riverside Park. They get pretty good advertising where they're at. They do, but it makes sense what Ken is
1: saying. Let's have a tribute to what makes lacrosse lacrosse beer
0: eagles and beer. All right, we'll be back every day. He calls. Every day I don't answer. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Dr. Anthony Tregoski in here with me. A couple minutes left in the show. Mark texted in. I had two Marks texted in. So one Mark said there's a water well on Granddad Bluff, but the water well isn't a water tower. That doesn't sound like a water tower. So they just put a well so you don't have the to tower because it's on the bluff and therefore the gravity sends the water down maybe. Well, and is it available for purchase yeah if i bought some of granddad bluff in the city went whoops we forgot the water well was included there that's what happened in florida um and mark texted in this is way back beginning of show sauerkraut sauerkraut's made from cabbage onions are onions so uh cabbage i think dogs could probably eat cabbage so next time we have brats in here uh if you give millie some of the brat the cabbage will be okay as well so we'll be we'll be good there um yeah, I really uh, I really wonder where Rochester is going to go with this $400,000 to update the corn cob there and you know what if that we could liken this to City Brewery's got the beer cans. They they probably could use an update. I mean, put a Monster energy drink on there or something. I think they make Monster at one point they did. They make all kinds of stuff in there. Oh sure. Uh, so what if the city spent some money at City Brewery to update Hey
1: if they spend four hundred thousand dollars, those would be some pretty awesome beer cans.
0: Maybe I mean four hundred thousand dollars to update one corn cob. I feel like those beer cans are bigger than one of those that corn cob in Rochester, though. I'm not sure. True, but what
1: kind of enhancements would we want to
0: make is the question. Also, city brewery like the city is like allowing them to to. to, to tear down houses so they could put up a, a parking lot. So I don't think that the city is going to throw in any money for them to update the beer cans, but let's update the beer cans. Let's get some <laughs> fresh beer cans in there. I want to, I want to see something new. Um, and this whole conversation stems from, we're trying to liken Rochester in Minnesota, uh, updating their corn on the cob for 400 grand to, how the city of Lacrosse could pay for updating the eagle statue, which is supposed to be about one hundred fifty thousand dollars. It hasn't come back. The eagle hasn't flown back in yet. But since Verizon wants to put a water tower up there, uh, you know, a water tower. Since Verizon wants to put a cell phone tower up there, we might as well have them pay for the update and make it a the eagle statue, Riverside Park, uh, presented by Verizon Wireless. Hey, it's time to play hardball with Verizon here. Hardball or softball? Like, hey, Verizon. Uh, We'll let you put your, you know, they already could put the cell phone tower up because apparently they're a public utility, even though they're a giant private corporation that makes millions of dollars and pillages us (laughs) for all kinds of cell phone overage fees. All right. That's all the time I got. Thanks, Drugowski. Have a good weekend, you guys.